The following is a Feltnout production. To find out more, visit feltnout.co.uk. What's up? What's up? What the fuck is up? It's your boy, Young, recording this in the afternoon, aka Mr. Turn Myself Up on My Headphones a Little Bit, aka Mr. Back on the Good Mic this week, aka Young, it's 20 past 2 in the afternoon and I haven't had anything to eat today yet. A-A-A-A-K-A, Mr. Auto-Tune, the young motherfucker himself, your boy, Jack Fox. And in case you didn't know what motherfucking time it was, it's time for another motherfucking episode of Tired and Motherfucking Inspired. I've got an itchy face. How goes it? How you doing? How's it hanging? Uh, what's up, man? I don't know. I thought I'd try the good mic this week. Don't know why. Just Sometimes I feel spicy. Sometimes I feel like holding a microphone... And random, which is what last week's episode was. And I apologise for those that tuned in last week, expecting some funnies and some comedies and some whimsical observations just to hear me talking about how little I've done with my life. But also, free entertainment. So get your head out the gutter. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Having an okay week since then, I suppose. Had a very... Uh, interesting gig in Middlesbrough at the weekend, uh, Saturday night in Middlesbrough, yeah, just before Halloween, played a rap show at, uh, I think what I've come to realise is obviously, you know, I play drums with the band, I do some stand-up comedy, I like to do rapping and stuff, I I think I do the rap stuff the least, other than when I'm like releasing songs and stuff, which I'm like gung-ho with. But I do the rap stuff the least, but I think I think I probably enjoy the rap stuff the most. People always ask me that question, and I never give them an answer, but I think I've realised. And I'll tell you for why. When I do comedy, when I do comedy, I put so much pressure on myself because I know that I'm not the greatest comedian of all time. Right, and I know that not everybody is gonna, not everybody in the room is gonna find me funny. So, mo- hopefully, and you know, touch wood so far, most people in most rooms, the majority, the ratio swings in my favor for comedy shows that I've done that I've done well at, as opposed to ones that I haven't done well at. Everybody's gonna bomb at shows, everybody, everybody's gonna have gigs where they don't do well, part and parcel of being a comedian, but for the most part. I've done well at most gigs that I've done. I would like to do really well at every gig I've done. But for the most part, I've done well at every gig I've done. 
The band, I love being in a band. I love being in Hive Mind. I love the guys I'm in Hive Mind with. But whenever we're playing on stage, I feel like we're absolutely killing it and it's going, everything's going perfectly well and everything's excellent. And then somebody will be videoing or something in the crowd then show me the video afterwards or post it on social media. And I'll realize we're playing everything really fast and actually I made loads of mistakes and I didn't play that as well as well I thought it would. That fill wasn't as tight as well as I thought it would at the time. I didn't look as good when I thought I was twirling my sticks in the air. It wasn't as good as what I thought it was. The rap stuff, just because it's so... I'm performing the songs that I've already written, and I know that they're funny, and I know that they're over the top, and I know that they're ridiculous. And it, it's a hybrid between the stand-up comedy stuff that I do and the band stuff that I do because I'm performing funny music. I find it really fun and liberating. So this, I understand, is just me stroking my own ego for the first five minutes of the podcast. But alas, there's your answer. I think if you've ever wondered which of the things I do that I enjoy the most, the comedy, the rap or the thing, it's probably the rapping. But that's not to say I don't enjoy the others just as much. All that being said, I had a gig in Middlesbrough on Saturday at Pineapple Black, which is an art space. And I found out on the day, it, it's fucking huge by the way it's cool it's in the middle of like a uh not a shopping center but like the the americans my american viewers and listeners and audience would call it a plaza it's like a like a courtyard sort of thing you know like uh like a retail park kind of there's shops there and then pineapple blacks like in the middle of it it's like an art space but because they're open at a night time for events all the other shops are closed so they've got free rent to do whatever the fuck they make as much noise as they like they can put on whatever they like you know within the limits of legality or whatever um and the space used to be a new look and again for my american audience which is christina and potentially her brother a new look is a clothes clothing store in England, it's just like a generic old uh, women's clothing store in England. So this place is fucking huge, and it looks. You walk in, and it's like fluorescent lights, and it's got like the floor, like it is a shop. But there's just art installations. You look, there's paintings, there's sculptures, there's uh, like modern art, there's like weird, you know, obscure art. There's people, there's like live art. There was a person like lying down on a sofa who was doing like a bit about like how much people are overworked and I was like look there's nobody here like who are you doing that? maybe they're just taking a nap I don't know it was a whole thing it was very strange uh, so I walked in and uh, didn't know where I was going because I've just I've, essentially what I've done is I've walked into an empty new look thinking that I'm going to perform at a music show and I've walked in and I've been like, what the fuck's going on here? So I'm looking around and I can't see anybody. And then the owner comes up to us and says, oh, you're Jack. I've seen you on Instagram. Oh, okay. And he's like, oh, yeah, the gig's upstairs. So if you just kind of, if you just go down here and then you go up the stairs and then take a left and then we'll find, oh, okay. And then I'm walking. And then it kind of reminds me of the scene in Goodfellas where Robert De Niro is steering uh, Henry uh, Caron down and he's saying oh you know we've got some clothes for you know you got, you got some knockoff clothes here we just go down the back alley when when robert de niro's character knows that karen's that henry hill's been stitching spoiler alert if you haven't seen goodfellas and get a life watch it immediately but you should know by now and he's like steering her down 
And she's like, oh, I shouldn't go down this car, this, this back alley because then something bad's going to happen. So I'm like looking back at the owner and I'm like, just a left up here? And he's like, yeah, just go, just take her up the stairs. And then just, and it's like the back of a shop that looks dodgy as fuck. And I'm like, so, so this is a Halloween gig and I've just got to walk through and just go up these stairs and just take it. And he's like, yep, yeah, just swing a left. And if you just go at the top of the stairs, there'll be two twins on bicycles and there'll be an elevator that opens that's full of blood. But if you just go past that, and then you'll just be able to perform your songs. And anyways, I got to the top, which you get to the top floor up the stairs and take a left, and sure enough, there is a gig on. But you just look at it, and you're like, surely this would have been like the staff room, and they've turned it into like a bar with a venue and it's whatever. Um, strange setting, but it was cool. You know, people will do art, and art venues will be art venues, so fine. Um, so many technical difficulties that resulted in me. My stage time was 10pm and I didn't get on stage until 12.30pm. So I'm saying I headlined a festival. That's what I'm going to say. I headlined the Pineapple Black Festival. It was over two days. We all camped out. It was great. Uh, by the time I went on, everybody, it was possibly the most drunk crowd that I've played to. Uh, and like I say, people were enjoying the stupid, funny lyrics. Uh, they what the look. The double standards. There was a... Everybody was dressed up, which was fine. I went dressed as the greatest rapper of all time, Jack Fox. My costume was on point, thank you very much. There was a... Actually, come to think of it, maybe I shouldn't even talk about this because maybe they were dressed up. There was a person there, a human being, that was... Weren't dressed... <sighs> A trans person. Okay, I'm going to say a trans person. This is what I believe. I shouldn't judge a book by its cover. I didn't talk to this person, but this person was there in the audience. And I will say they looked masculine, dressed feminine, according to society's standards. Personally, me, couldn't give a fuck. But this is what this person was portraying as they were dressed for their night out. Looked masculine, dressed feminine. And I don't think they were dressed up like as a as in feminine clothing because it was a Halloween night out. I just believe from what the energy they were giving off, <clears throat> I believe that this person was perhaps born a man and believes that they belong in a female body. And more power to them. That's great. You do you. This person got drunk throughout the night. Great. Have a good time. Let your hair down. It's the weekend, it's Halloween. Have some fun. Like I say, it was a very small room because it's probably a staff room made for 10 people and there was like 50 drunk students in there shouting along the rap songs. Uh, and then towards the end of the night, this person took their top off. But they were wearing like a dress. So they had like, what will, what will we say, uh, like leggings on and took their dress off. And this person had a bra on and, like, a very clear dad bod with hairy stomach and hairy chest and all. Uh, and it was a... It, it, I'd, look, whatever you want to do with your life is perfectly fine. However you want to live your life, whatever you want to live your life as is perfectly fine. But... Just have some decency. 
You know what I mean? I don't even think I would be comfortable with, like, this is very shallow of me, I'm, I'm well aware, but I don't think I'd be comfortable with a really hot woman doing that because they're hot. Shouldn't have talked about this. Should have just told you about how mental the gig was. Look, just do what you like. Uh, who cares about me? Just do what you want. Oh, boy. Uh, oh, boy, I've run over. Uh, well, I won't get that sponsorship money if I don't stop now, so it's probably time for a quick word from our sponsors. Today's episode of Tired and Inspired is brought to you by keeping your clothes on for the duration of the night out that you're out for. Do you like to keep your decency? Would you don't want to raise questions about your sexuality even though it's none of my business and nobody else's business? Then please, for the love of God, just keep your shirt on. Right then, while I've got you here, don't have loads going on this next couple of weeks because I'm going to America, but this Saturday, Bonfire Night, the 5th of November, Hive Mind are playing Waves Festival. We are opening the independent stage at 2pm in Sunderland. And look, give me a shelf for some cheap tickets. Uh, then I don't have much going on because I'm going to America. What the fuck? I'm going to America next week. Jesus, titty fucking Christ. All right. Come see Hive Mind at Waves Festival. It'll be fun. Yeah. Already, I'm quite looking forward to Waves Festival. I'm actually going to have a gig tonight on Thursday. If you listen to this on Thursday, when it comes out, I'm going to have a gig on Thursday. But I just want to come out with something like Cavagan and Bobbix. But he's voting to his back and so I have to impress one of us. But still go listen to his single. If you want to hear his single, really good. It's got a pleasure. I think it'll be really good. But I'm going to come to America next week. What the fuck? I'm actually going to America next week. I haven't sorted anything. It's going to be so expensive. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. We back. Um. I was going to mention something as well. I forgot what I was going to say now, but it doesn't matter. Uh, real quick, I know that I'm nobody, and I know that I'm nobody, but I wanted to say... Uh, actually, fucking, I hate it when people say that. I just want to say... Just start saying it. Don't preface the fact that you're going to start saying something by saying something. Just say what you want to say. But I know that I'm nobody, and, you know... I appreciate the people that listen to this and, and stuff, but on the grand scheme of things, I'm a nobody. But rest in peace to take off from Migos. Like, I was 28 years old and uh, was shot and killed this past week in America. Uh, a stray bullet after an argument over some bullshit. There's too many, uh, too many rappers that are dying needlessly over... You know, bullshit stuff, money, disagreements, uh, stupid posts and stuff online. R- rappers, there's been two rappers in this past, what, two years? At least, I think, there's probably more uh, that have died because they post where they are online. Like, you post an Instagram story and you tag your location. And you post them with all this jewellery on. And then some fucking people who are really bouted, bouted out there, who are really, like, in the streets, will then rock up to that location. Pop, pop, pop. And then steal the necklace and then be gone. It's bullshit, man. You gotta stop all this shit. But again, look, I know that I'm not touching the sides with anything that I say on here, but I just wanted to say rest in peace to take off. Uh, arguably the most talented one out of the Migos, but that just, talent doesn't mean anything when somebody's lost a brother or whatever. You know what I mean? Okay, uh, I get past that. Um, fuck, I was going to talk about something else as well. I can't remember. Um, I had a fun 
I'm recording this on Wednesday, and this is like the latest. I like to leave it before I record. I usually like to record it on a Monday or a Tuesday, but I've just had a busy week. Uh, my car went in for its MOT and fucking yeehaw passed. Well, failed, but it only needed, it needed one bulb. I've been driving this car for so many years, it's got rust all over it. It's an old car, and it, it, it was £65 for everything, including the cost of the MOT, which is like £45. So it needed one bulb and some labour to put a bulb in, and then it was... I can't believe it. Unbelievable. And I've been so stressed about it for such a long time. Um had a gig, uh, well, I say a gig, this is the the thing, I, I did an open mic last night, I'm just trying out some new jokes, I've got a new bit about beans on toast, and I've got a new bit about 9-11, and a new bit about TikTok that I wanted to try, so I jumped on this open mic, long live comedy, every Tuesday, if you want to see some free comedy, and see comedians before the, the famous, or before bits have really formed into bits that you tell at the stand, uh, the Green Man in Newcastle, which is right next to Central Station, free open mic night every Tuesday, if you even listen to this and thinking about starting stand-up comedy the green man in newcastle every tuesday from 8 p.m free you can turn up just turn up watch turn up and ask if you can have a go it's all good so i did that last night and uh, there wasn't many people in the audience but there was, was some people there and uh, my good friend jake donaldson was emceeing and the good thing about long live comedy now when i first started this was like the the hangout this is where you'd go and it was my i did my second ever gig at long live comedy and then once i really started to take comedy seriously i'd turn up every tuesday just to watch or to, to hop on or just to hang out with other comedians so after the show the show after the open mic last night me uh, jake donaldson kelly edgar who are all you know, they're two very great comedians and uh, another newer comedian who I forget the name of, but I've seen him before and he's very funny, but I apologise. If you listen to this, I don't know if you are, but sorry for forgetting your name. Uh, we all were just hanging out. This is the, one of my favourite things about, you know, gigging in comedy is hanging out with other comedians who are very good because obviously we ha- being a comedian is basically just having a lot of opinions on a lot of things and looking at it from different angles. So if you get a bunch of comedians sitting around talking about whatever, they're going to have a lot of opinions on it and look at it from all different angles and then say something funny about it afterwards. So we've sat through this open mic where there's been eight to ten acts on, all trying new stuff, whatever, whatever, whatever. And I'd like to say I had the funniest joke of the night, but not during the gig, after the gig. And look, it's my podcast. I can talk about whatever I want. If I want to come on here and talk about the fact that I had the funniest joke of the whole night last night after the gig hanging out with the comedians, then that's what I'm going to do, baby. It's my podcast. can do what I want. We're sitting around the round table. We're bullshitting. We're talking about what gigs we've got coming up, what's going on, what opportunities have we got to progress to the next stage in the world of comedy. And Jake Donaldson comes out with the fact that he has two gigs this week. One in, I, hope, I hope I'm not speaking out of, out, of, out of pocket here, Jake. You've, just got, you've got gigs. I'm promoting your gigs for you free. He's got a gig in Sheffield tonight, which will be Wednesday night. And then Thursday, he's playing at The Alchemist in Newcastle, which if you want to go for a comedy night, go to The Alchemist. It's a very good lineup. Felton out, Lee Kyle, Sammy Dobson, Zoe, Jake Donaldson. And then Jake mentions the fact that there is a 20-year-old media student who is has an interest in comedy, who's making a short documentary about comedians and how uh, difficult it is 
to travel around the country doing gigs and and one and this person's filming Jake specifically because Jake has to travel on a train to Sheffield and then get back the same night. And then the next day has a gig in Newcastle, which is around the corner from his house. So it's the the contrast between traveling far for a gig and then doing one in your hometown. And I think the one in Sheffield may be like a trial spot for a promoter, and the one in Newcastle is like a paid gig because he knows. So the contrast between two different gigs, two different nights during the week, all the traveling, you got to get back. Maybe you have a day job, or whatever. I don't know if Jake has a day job or whatever, but you know the contrast and the highs and lows of traveling. So Jake's talking about this. And he's saying it's going to be interesting because when you travel on trains to gigs and stuff, you get into a routine, you listen to your po- whatever podcast you listen to to get into the mindset, or you listen to whatever music you listen to to get into the mindset. You have your things, you know, you, you, a lot of traveling by yourself, you get to compose yourself, thinking about what, you, what set you're going to do tonight. And Jake was like, I'm, I'm not, it's not going to be weird because the person filming him wants to get all this information, but also will just be hanging out with him all night in Sheffield, it's going to be awkward. And then Jake said, yeah, it's going to be really awkward because what do I and a 20-year-old female media student have in common? We don't have anything in common to talk about. And then I said, Jake, what do you mean? You're both like 20-year-old boys. raucous laughter from my peers which makes me feel good i should also preface like jake is my age he's in his 30s or uh early 30s called him a gay nonce great comedy uh that's the end of that story (laughs) should have had a better ending but of all the jokes that were said last night me calling jake donaldson a gay nonce took the cake took the cake double meaning because jake also brought cake to the gig jake the cake donaldson um <laughs> i was so dumb can't believe i told that story uh where are we at here all right i'll quickly tell the story um also this past week uh in my house here in South Shields, uh, you know, everybody knows that I live with me, I mean, and, I, uh, and uh, our garden was getting a bit out of control. Uh, we have a hedge that grows like a motherfucker, like a wildfire, and it's getting a bit out of control to the point where it was kind of, it was like leaning into the street almost, like it was getting so big. So we had a guy who was, you know, maybe he's working on another house in the neighborhood, came and knocking on our door. That's him knocking on the door, saying, um, you know, I'm a gardener, I'm a landscaper, I can come and cut your hedge for, for a price or whatever. Sure, yeah, why not? You might cut a deal, fine, fine, uh, And then later in the day, I was in the garden, so I was looking after the cat, and this gentleman who was cutting the hedge popped up from on his ladders, and it was that scenario of, which I'm sure you can all relate with, where you are talking to a labourer and I just turned into a different person. I turned into a person that I am not. And there's a lot of, yeah, mate, yeah, mate, no, I know what you mean, mate. Yeah, yeah. He's asking us these questions. The first thing he asked us, other than, hi there, how you doing? Which is what, fine, okay, I'll take that, I'll accept that. First thing he asked us was, 
<laughs> the first thing this labourer asked me was, what has she been doing for the past 45 days, eh? Meaning, Liz Truss. So he's straight in with the politics. Straight in. At least I know what side he's on, right? <laughs> he's on the good guys. And I was like, yeah, mate, honestly, tell us about it. I can't. Who knows? You know what I mean? Where the country's on its arse. Like, <laughs> I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. And then he goes into back. In, he's in. I wouldn't say he's an older gentleman, but he's of a generation. You know what I mean? And he's like, back in my day, you know, these people just put their head down and went out to work. And we just got on with it. And we just did. And I was like, yeah, yeah, man. I know what that's all about. The fuck? I've never done an honest day's work in my life. And I was like, yeah, man. This these days, these kids. <laughs> who the fuck? Who is this guy? Who is this guy that I'm being right now? Um, and then he asked me. He was like, he, first of all, he asked me my name, and then he replaced all the mates with Jacks. And I was like, oh for fuck's sake! You know when a guy says your name too much, and it's like, can I tell you? You would start every similar to what I was saying about. I hate when people say, I've just I've just got to say, just say it, right? He would say, can I ask you a question, Jack? I'm like, well, imagine if I say no. Nah, nah, man, I'm not. <sighs> not today, man. Nah. Fucking annoying. Can I ask you a question, Jack? Yeah. What do you, What is it you do for work, Jack? Can you tell me that? Oh, <sighs> God. Yeah, yeah. Fuck's sake! I'm, a, I'm an entertainer. You're an entertainer, Jack. Oh my god, Jack! Can I ask you a question? Um, what is it that you do, Jack? If you don't mind me asking. Oh, for fuck's sake! I yeah. Uh, I do. Uh, I do music. You do music, Jack. Wow, that's excellent. Do you play like an instrument or something? Do you mind if I ask you that, Jack? Ah, oh, for fuck's sake! Uh, yeah, man. Uh, yeah, I play drums. Play drums in a band. Oh, you play drums in a band? Wow. Do you go around all the pubs in that, Jack? Is that what you do, is it, Jack? Is that what you and your band do? Do you go around the pubs playing all the pubs in that? Well, uh, to be honest, mate, not not really would play like clubs and more like student-y type. Oh, is that is that what you do, Jack? Is it? Oh, right, 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 right. Uh, do you mind if I ask you, Jack? Do you mind if I just ask you what your band's called, Jack? If that's all right with you. Uh, yeah, mate, we're, we're called Hive Mind. Hive Mind, is it, Jack? No, no, it's... Sorry, mate, it's, you're saying hive mind. It's hive mind. Like, you know the very popular phrase that's about a hive mind? Like a hive mind. Oh, hive mind. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't think I've heard of you, Jack. Yeah, well, to be honest, mate, you're not fucking our demographic, to be perfectly honest. 50-year-old uh, gardeners doesn't often pop up in our Spotify radius uh, demographic stats. But um, appreciate your fucking interest anyways, mate. Uh, so if you could just get on with the work that we're paying you for and uh, stop making this the most awkward encounter that I've ever had in my entire fucking life, mate, that would be uh, much appreciated. Thanks, mate. You know what I mean? And then later, oh my God. Being, asking him, telling him that I was a musician was bad enough. Oh, and then later, my mum had to mention that I was a comedian. Oh my God. This is one thing that maybe is being a comedian, telling somebody who's not in arts or is 
any sort of way creatively savvy that you're a comedian is the worst thing, especially somebody who's like a labourer who works with their hands. And of course, as soon as he found out I was a comedian, this guy comes finding comes finding us, sorting us out, finding us out at my own house, and then says, Where does Kylie Minogue get her takeaways from? And I said, I don't know. Where does Kylie Minogue get her takeaways from? And he said, Jason's Donovan. And then I took his shears and secateurs that he was using to cut our hedge with and put them into my eyeballs. And as I was there, bleeding out from the eyeballs, this guy stood over me and proceeded to ask me upwards of 30 times if I'm going to use that joke next time I'm on stage. Now picture it. Let's picture it. I, Jack Fox, take my car, get in my car, drive to Newcastle. I pull up at Central Station to pick up Lauren Patterson, two-time Edinburgh Fringe nominee for Best Show, has been on BBC TV multiple times, is the voiceover for Tui adverts on TV, has opened for Russell Howard, Russell Kane, has played at the arena as part of the Sunday for Sammy gigs, has been on BBC Radio numerous times and hosted the last BBC New Comedy Awards just this year. And we drive to Glasgow for another leg of her tour as it is where she has sold near 100 tickets on a Sunday at one of the best comedy clubs in the UK, the Glasgow Stand. We arrive at the Glasgow Stand in the rain. It was a hard drive, but we made it. We are there to entertain the people of Glasgow and hopefully push our stature a little bit further, earn a little bit money, or we'll have a good Sunday evening. The place is packed. 100 tickets sold. We get there, I warm up. This is not even my audience, but I'm potentially playing to 100 more fans of mine that could come in, enjoy my so-called content listen to my podcast come see me again the next time i'm in glasgow and i'm open for one of the hottest talents of the uk comedy circuit who's also from newcastle this is a great opportunity for me personally but also i want to set the tone for the night for lauren patterson now the best show that she possibly can have in glasgow I'm standing, waiting in the wings at the Glasgow stand, where just before you pull back the curtain and enter the stage, the sign above there, above the wings, says, Abandon Hope. Just a little joke that I like to play before you walk on stage. The house lights dim. The music turns up slightly. And the sound tech from behind the desk says, Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the stage the support act for the evening, Jack Fox.
The crowd starts clapping. I pull back the curtain. I walk out on stage. Give the crowd a wave. Grab the microphone out of the mic stand. Move the mic stand to one side. Put the microphone in my left hand because that's how your boy gets down. He's a left-handed mic holder, right-handed instructor with the other hand. Look at the crowd. Say, good evening, Glasgow. How are we all doing? The crowd all react. Hey, everybody's fine. We're all in good spirits, ready for a good night. I've got 15 minutes on stage to warm up this crowd for Lauren Patterson to come and have the best show of her life. To come and prove why she's a two-time Edinburgh Fringe nominated Best Newcomer show. To prove that next year she's going to go to the Fringe and win that award. And then take this on tour and really break through to the next level of comedy and get some TV work. But I've got to set the standard for the night. And then I say, ladies and gentlemen of Glasgow, where does Kylie Minogue get her takeaway from? Jason Donovan. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the stage, Lauren Patterson. It's not going to happen. <laughs> I really enjoyed doing that. I made that up on the fly, but I really enjoyed doing that. All right, guys. <laughs> this has been a way longer episode than I thought, but that's because I enjoy telling that story, so it's whatever. The first half was a bit ropey, but the second half we got into it. <laughs> Alright, um, Hive Mind playing Waves Festival on Saturday uh, I'm going to see Kendrick Lamar on Friday If you listen to this and you're going to see Kendrick Lamar Give me a shout uh, Because I'm sitting by myself And I'm technically going by myself But I know lots of people are going <clears throat> So it should be fun Oh, <clears throat> voices hurt enough to talk Do another talking I'm going to have something to eat Alright, uh, enjoy the rest of your week uh, I'm going to try and record while I'm in America Oh, I'll have another episode to do before oh, I'll go to America, so it's whatever. Uh, enjoy the rest of your week. Uh, show this to a friend. If you thought the last half the, the, the joke story was funny, then show it to a friend. That was a Feltnout production. To find out more, visit feltnout.co.uk. Rest in peace, take off. Mama!